Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson. And today I've got a very powerful guest here for you, uh, especially if you're trying to get the word out about your business. Now, we know you're you're a, a business owner, an entrepreneur on a mission to uh, whatever it is, change the world in your way uh, with whatever you, product you sell, whatever service you sell. And there's always a next level and there's always a a certain amount of exposure that you want to get. I mean, we're always looking for more leads, more customers, more sales. And how do we do that? Well, today's guest is an absolute expert at that. Uh, today, I have JJ with me here today, who is a PR and branding expert. And not only that, uh, for uh, started his career as a magician of all, I got to tell this story because I don't always do this, but uh, <laughs> a magician where you grew your YouTube channel to 57 million viewers in 150 countries. We have to ask you about that. Uh, and now, uh, now you, uh, you've left magic behind, is it? And then, and, and now focus entirely on helping business owners, entrepreneurs with their PR and their branding. So first of all, welcome to the show. And, uh, just, just had to point that out because that's a, that's a, that's a pretty cool fact. Absolutely. Look, like I, I didn't do it to hide it in the future. So I magic is all about show, be in front of the stage, get people's attention, entertain them, engage them. So I kind of took what I've learned for 15 years and now just take took the pun word magic and put it into a, a different career and a different industry. And thank you for having me here. And I appreciate always the, the resume. Every time when someone calls out your resume, you're like, man, I sound better than I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, 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 but only if it's impressive though, right? I mean, when somebody hears 57 million viewers on YouTube and they look at their YouTube and go, well, geez, that video over there got three views uh, all year. Uh, obviously it gets their intention and yeah. it's something that people uh, aspire to. Um, and so, you know, so tell us a little bit about that journey and even the transition into uh, what you're doing now. I mean, obviously you were doing something right to achieve such a great result and then to take, like you said, the lessons learned and apply that to uh, to businesses. So what's the story there? And then and then we can kind of like unpack like what you learn and what people can start to think about doing. Yeah, well, you know, Chuck, I started my career in the entertainment business, right? Show, 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 look at me. I got paid lots of money to go into an, a boring event and make it fun. That was really the outcome. I was a well-paid dancing monkey. And I hit the lines of success in my art form. I got offered a Vegas show. I had millions of views on YouTube. I spoke and performed in multiple countries. And I hit kind of the last line of success, meaning like if I go to the next level, I'm going to be that kind of lonely guy in Vegas that, you know, kind of is like still doing the same act 30 years later. And I just was like, this is, there's more to it for me. But throughout that journey, the biggest thing that I say and I share with kind of one of my signature stories is I struggled for a long time as an entertainer. I struggled for a long time with my expertise because I knew I was really good at what I do. I was very charismatic. I knew how to like close as they would say in business or entertain or get that standing O standing ovation. Mm -hmm. but why is it Chuck that I struggled to make the money I wanted? 
Why was it I struggled to get the clients I wanted? Why was I, did I struggle to get the choices to, for like the hard work that I've done for my art form? Because like I was led to believe that you need the best website, the best showreel, the best props. It's the people that you hang around. I had all that and I was still broke. And broke turns into anger. Anger turns into jealousy. Jealousy turns into like questioning yourself. Maybe you're listening right now. I'm like, yeah, I, I know what that feels like. I wasn't a magician, but I have an art form or an expertise. Like why, why is it not working? And nothing really changed for me until I started using the power of the media. And that vehicle of media at the time was content through YouTube, right? So that's just a vehicle. YouTube is a vehicle. Podcasting is a vehicle. Getting on a publication is a vehicle. It's all vehicles, right? And this vehicle at the time was kind of like the new Lamborghini because it was brand new. YouTube back in 2009, eight, it only is two years old. So this new way to showcase anything you wanted. And I started creating content, Chuck, over and over and over again. And I started getting tens of thousands of subscribers, hundreds of thousands, right? And millions of views, tens of millions of views. But when I started to get more known, I started to get these opportunities of PR and media. And the moment I was on television, the moment I was featured in the media, the moment that I was on podcasts back in the day, like little interviews, more it was more audio-driven, not video-driven like it is today, I started to get all these new opportunities. That's all when all the cash, the clients, and the choices happened. And I realized now that I'm in this space, when my profile, when more people knew me, like when people could Google me and search for me and see me, I was able to raise my prices, get clients easier. There was no like sales cycle issue. It was, they were like, hey, they were kind of begging me to work with me. Like, what is it going to cost? I hope you're free. How much don't even, you don't question my fee. Like that was a complete 180 compared to what I was, what it was happening before. So kind of what I did for like 10 years around the world with using this PR is what I do today, Chuck, to help people. Because I realized a lot of people, they are really good at what they do. You've really got a great podcast. You really are a great person of your skill set. But you've been flatlined for the last two years or three years. And you can't use the COVID as excuse because you know that even before COVID, it wasn't even doing that great either. So something's wrong. And my job is really to find that, what is that bottleneck? What is that thing? And what is my speciality to enhance that? And I just seen firsthand when I raise someone's profile, meaning when I become, make you like the thought leader or the go-to or someone like, oh, I didn't know they did all this stuff. Like it helped everything. So it was like a holistic approach. I was kind of giving you a, a digital facelift, a digital rebrand. And that's kind of where I'm at today. Mm. Amazing. There's so many amazing parts of that story, Jay. I mean, first of all, you described the conversation I have probably daily with entrepreneurs who are feeling that way. It's like, hey, I know what I've got is good and I should be making more money than, than this or I should be further ahead than I am or why is yeah. that person doing better than I am and all of the things. And um, it, it's always nice to hear an, an origin story of someone who like mirrors what so many others are, are going through because it, it, it makes things very real. But also one thing that it really stood out to me, Jay, is you said YouTube at the time. 
And I want to speak to that a little bit because I know you do PR and branding today. Uh, so what's 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 important to think about there? Is it is it that because YouTube was new and then like today there's other things to focus on, or is it more about finding the right media for the type of message that you have? Um, and so that stood out to me. I, I was curious to have you weigh in on that. Yeah, good question. Yeah, I get this get this question asked a lot, even when I do TV myself. Like even TV, they're asking, what is the new platform? I'm like, you shouldn't be asking that. <laughs> but anyway, so I think it's I think it's a I think it's more so leaning what you mentioned on what is the outcome that you're looking for and being really honest with that as well. See, everybody wants to grow their business, right? Everybody wants to make more money. Don't ask service level questions. I hate it when I go to watch a speaker and they're like, hands up if you want to make more money. I'm like, why do you ask such stupid questions? Oh, no, right? So like they're very surface level things. Like, yes, we know you want to grow, but it's like figuring out like, yeah, what is the right medium to get us to our goals? Now, for example, the thing is, can you jump on a new platform? Absolutely. Like, why wouldn't you? If something's new, if something's fresh, right? doesn't hurt to play with it if you're not spending all day every day on it. But that doesn't mean it's going to work. Like, look what happened with Clubhouse. Remember Clubhouse? Uh, for a very short period of time, yes. <laughs> it took me a good two years. Yeah. And I did very, I did, I did, you know, I did six figures on Clubhouse for sure. I did, I did six figures. I dated a couple of girls in Clubhouse. I like use Clubhouse to its fullest, but well now done. it's dead, right? <laughs> it, it's completed. But, you know, but look at, but, to, to, to give myself, to, to kind of play devil's advocate on myself, look at threads. You know, threads on Instagram? It's that, mm -hmm. I don't, no one's ever sending me a, what's your threads? It was at the time for like four weeks. It's like, what's your threads? And threads is going to be the new thing. So to, to not go off the tangent too much, I think to give you a direct answer, I think the, the getting, having the, having the right, having the right vehicle is really important. Right. So without having to wait till the new thing comes out, but Chuck, at the end of the day, here's what people don't want to hear. You ready for this? No one's willing to be consistent and wait years. It took me, I have 550 videos, 57 million views, 160 plus countries, 390,000 subscribers. Sounds pretty impressive, right? That took me three videos a week for eight years. Right. Just, and it speaks to a tremendous amount of consistency on your part. A lot of people won't last three, three, three weeks, weeks, right? It yeah. won't even, yeah. What's the stat, Chuck, on podcasts? I think it's if you do more than 10 podcasts, you're in the top 90%. Mm. It's not 90%. 90% of like people sticking with it or yeah. the top 10%. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. That's incredible to me. Yeah. You're telling me that most people give up after 10. So like, this is, this is the issue sometimes that this is the major issue with a lot of people. I'm never, I'm not going to disrespect the audience listening. I think most of us, including me know what we need to do. Like, I think a lot of times we just have to be like, hold, someone's got to hold our hand and actually do it. Mm. And, and then you're allowed to obviously use people like us to give you a different perspective or a different strategy. Or Listen, if you've been doing something consistently for two, three years and it's not working, okay, like let's just take emotion away for it for a second because this is PR. Let's take our ego out of it, right? What is, what? why do you think it's not working? What's, what, what have we invested in the last year? Who's our coach? 
are we looking at the market? Like I can find out very quickly to find out what the real problem is. And most people, it's just streamlined. They just, they haven't done anything. You ask most people, what did you spend last year on marketing? Well, COVID changed. Dude, COVID happened 2020. Like it's 2023 now. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are scared and and they're, they're, they haven't been challenged like that. And I, and I want to come from a place of authenticity because if you're not if you're not willing to look at that first, there's nothing that I can do to help you. I can sell you on whatever you want, but then that doesn't come across genuine to me. I'm just giving you another Band-Aid problem. I, I, want, I want to give you the, the holistic approach. Like you don't need PR. Seems like you need a strategy. Or you, <laughs> you need someone to really go, you need to go hard and, and pay a lot of money for accountability coach because you know what you need to do. Or you need a sales team. Or you and Chuck, like you need to go you work with Chuck or you need to do something on a podcast. But like you need to stick with it for six months or three months full time or something before you can stick. Or, and most people just give up, you know, so. Yeah, I I, I think that's that's really important because I, I, I hear that all the time. I mean, what 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 tactic should I be doing? What strat, you know, what? what's and and a that's huge right now with ai everyone's so crazy about ai tools but if it's like you said if if you had lousy habits before ai uh, <laughs> ai isn't going to fix that <laughs> yeah everyone thinks oh this new ai i'm like you you don't even know how to close yourself so you're expecting a robot to do it for you you can't like you that doesn't work like that like you weren't even doing blog posts i think look once again chuck it's the shiny star problem it's the new thing people are willing to jump to the new thing right and and i get it that's pr it's human psychology it's behavioral psychology it's like people oh it's new you don't allowed anything new yet but but look you know in fairness as well i don't want to i don't want to like say what i do doesn't work of course it just does work it just helps having more profile because if you look at anybody in your space that you value that you appreciate don't believe me because I'm the I'm the salesman right now, right? Just don't believe me. Google someone in your space that you look up to. Look at the top. Look at Gary V. Look at whether you like him or not, Grant Cardone. Look at Marie Folio. Look at Tom Bulard. Look at look at Lewis House. Look at their digital presence. Look at their profile. Like look at their reputation. They're like, wow, they got books. They got this. They got that. And look at uh, and then look at you. Interesting. So don't believe me. We're just going to help you get there easier and quicker. We have the tools to do that. But just see what everybody else is doing and see what you're doing and see what the missing part is. Oh, I love that. So what, what do you think are some of the next steps that someone should be thinking about uh, in their business? So they want to, obviously, PR is all about you know having a bigger presence. Why do we want a bigger presence? We probably want more leads and more sales. It usually comes down to, I want to make more money. Okay, so cash, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And we hear this all the time. Like, how do I get to the next level? Um, what's the next level? Well, I want to hit this dollar amount in sales. Uh, I need this many leads. I need, I, I need, I need, I need. So, um, so we already know that that that's why people are looking. What, would you say to someone who's listening in right now, like, what are their next steps? What that, you know, first of all, are they ready? And you can speak to that. And then if they are ready, what do they, what do they do next? I think the, the first thing I would be really down to earth and clear with them is like what you shared. What does that next level look like for you? 
of course you want to make 10 million a month. You don't even make a hundred grand a year. So let's get a little bit realistic. Second thing is before you go out and look for attention, and this is what people find it very interesting on what I do here. Before we go out and get you newer eyeballs, let's go convert the eyeballs that currently look at you. And that is PR too, because PR is people, right? Relating yourself to the public. Before I go out and use my contacts to get you on TV, billboards, press, whatever, whatever vehicle, what about the vehicle that we currently have? And how can we fix that? Here's a great strategy for everybody listening. Just Google yourself. Go to a new browser, go to an incognito window, excuse me, like no cookies. Google yourself. Look what comes up. Once again, don't believe me. Look at the internet. You're going to see something that you probably haven't fixed for a while, most like your website. People listening right now are probably going, yeah, Jay's got a point. I was supposed to fix that nine months ago. And they think it doesn't matter. Of course it does. We make decisions based on that. Chuck, if you and I go to a restaurant and we're in a new city, Chuck, what's your favorite food? What, 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 what's your cuisine? Oh, sushi for sure. Cool. Okay. So you and I, which neighbor city in America? Uh, San Diego. Cool. So great. I know plenty of places, but let's just say I don't know, right? So mm-hmm. we're in San Diego. It's 10, it's 10 o'clock at night. We're craving sushi. We just get off the plane. What's the first thing we do to go? Like, what do we do? What do we do first when we don't know where to go? Where do we, what do we do? Uh, we go to Google. Go to Google. Right. And we put in best sushi near me. Sushi restaurant, San Diego, sushi restaurants near whatever. Then what happens is Google will show us the results and we make a decision on where we're going to spend our money based on a couple of factors, reviews, social proof, website. That's exactly what other people are doing with you. So if your website's poor, if you've got four Google reviews, if you have an award that you made in 2016, if you have a terrible message, meaning I come to your website and it doesn't make sense, people don't have the time of day to, to, to go and like give you another chance. So this is the first thing I do with people when, we, when they work with me. We, we have a large screen here in the office and we bring up their Google presence on a big screen because I want them to see it. I want them to realize that we're not making this up. So I think the easiest thing people can do to get started, Chuck, is like, just Google yourself, see what comes up. When was the last time you were featured in the media? Oh, you've never been featured in the media. Haven't you done anything good? Great, we can fix that. How many reviews you have? Oh, Sarah sent a message 2012. What what have you guys been doing the last 10 years? Oh, we haven't got around to that. Great. And do you think people make decisions based on whether you got around to it or not? No, they 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 they're so people are tired. They don't want to wait. They don't. They're lazy. They want to make it easy, simple, non 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 worried de- decision. Okay, that's I trust the guy. Done. Yeah, I could go on a lot about this, man. I could go on yeah. a lot. No, I think it's a great point because uh, and and it's not something Jay that I hear people talk a whole lot about. I what I hear is, oh, I want to get to the top of Google for this keyword phrase. Right. Or, uh, I want to create more engagement on my Instagram or my Facebook or whatever and grow my followers. Um, I think I don't hear a lot of people t- talk about the reviews and the reputation and uh, and and that's that is a big part of it. Google does obviously take a look at those things, but more importantly, your mm-hmm. future customers take a look at them as well. Yeah, just once again, I, I'm the big I'm like the coolest messenger guy. Don't believe me. Just look at the way you make a decision. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what kind of psychology, what kind of personality you have. 
you go to Google, you go look at other people's work, you look at their reviews, you ask for social proof, you look at their client case studies, just like some people will do with me after this podcast. Like what this guy has to say. Let me, let me, let me make sure it's just, let me make sure it's a real Zoom background. It's not a Zoom background, right? Let me make sure the haircut matches what he's going to charge me, right? But like, I'm joking with you, but people want to vet you. And, and I didn't realize this until I was out of the entertainment scene. I didn't, because I wasn't present to it. But I'm like, wow, I was getting all these opportunities and, and making more money than I ever made because of these triggers. Like PR is, you know, P- advertise, like PR is all people. It's just, it's, it's psychology. It's really psychology driven. It's like, just look at the way you make a decision. And why did you make that decision? And then ask yourself, well, maybe I don't need more leads or I don't need to get more followers on Facebook. I had 10 calls last week. How come I didn't close any? You know, people are quick to, Chuck, people are quick to blame the market. It's the market. It's the agency. Mm -hmm. Oh, hang on a second. Why don't we blame ourselves? No, we don't want to do that. (laughs) I say to my girls in the office, I'm like, we are the first people to blame us. Before we start pointing fingers, like they know this from me. I take full responsibility of me and where we're at. Now, obviously we, we could be wrong as well, but like if we're not closing enough, if we're not, if something happened, what do we do wrong? Like where do we fault? Mm-hmm. And most of the time it's something we could have controlled. Mm-hmm. So, and then you get to take that to another level. And that is what can we do better from this point forward? Exactly. And guess what? It's very rarely a visibility problem at the beginning it's usually a conversion issue. And the problem with people don't talk about this enough is that like from the moment they Google you or get to know you to the close, as you know, Chuck, there are so many steps, right? There isn't a science of like they need nine steps. They, people make decisions based on trust. Trust for some people are different. Some people, you know, I'm sure you know this. Some people like to sit with things. Some people are like me. I have a problem. You're the solution. I Google you. Let's roll. Some people always need to talk to a trusted advisor, wife, parents, kids, grandpa, I don't know. But but also when it just, it the conversion issue of is really important. So I kind of like to give you the, your people some help here. It's like, look at, before you go out to like find a new agency, new market, new people, new thing, look at what, look at the current ecosystem. Maybe your offer isn't as good as you think it is. Maybe the price is completely off. Maybe, maybe the copy is off on the website. One of the biggest things we do, Chuck, is, is we do focus groups for my clients. Focus group is something when I learned living in Hollywood. I live here in Miami, lived in LA. And before a movie comes out, they'll do a focus group. And a focus group will be the hard people that really drill a movie. They'll find out like all the details. Why is that red? It was yellow before. It sounds silly, but it works. But why don't people do that with their own business? Like, They'll just put a website up and go, it works. Have you gone through it? Does it make sense? Is it clear? Is it simple? Why is it when they click that button and I didn't get an email thanking me? The email went to spam. Did you know that? Oh, I wonder how many people are going to, like all these things, this is what we help people do as well. I, I, I don't know. I sometimes call it, I'm like the the mystery shopper for your yeah. business. <laughs> So. And, and maybe everyone could do with a mystery shopper like that who can say, okay, I went to your website, 80% of it's great, and here's what we found. And that could be really, really hurting you. Like you said, like clicking on a link that's broken or an email that goes to spam or, you know, sometimes simple things. Uh, 
or the the person who wanted to save a few bucks went to Canva, designed their own graphics, and it looks like that's what they did. That's and- that's the thing I see with social media now. Oh, my cousin can do it. Like, okay, what's your cousin's resume? Oh, she posts on social. I'm like, I don't know if you want her posting what I see when I Google her right now. Or, oh, we have this team to do it for $200 a month. I'm like, there's always cheaper people, but what is the outcome, right? Like you can do that, but then that also gives across an energy and an image. So it's actually better, maybe don't even use the social media platform if you don't need to, than having something up that's terrible. Because it, it, it reputation, people will make judgments straight away. They'll, they'll make impressions. Mm-hmm. You know, I love what you just said, because it really speaks to the theme of our show, which is collaboration. And we, we always have... We have uh, we always have an agenda for inviting guests to to our show. One is we want to hear what you do and showcase you to everyone that's listening, but also uh, people that we think are great collaborators, someone that we might want to collaborate with and that we think others should as well. And you just said it right there. It's like I want to speak to that a little bit because it's like, oh, my cousin does social media versus going and finding someone who is uh, amazing at it like I know. I am not a graphics designer. I can, when I'm lucky, I can create something cool if I in a pinch if I need to, but right. I really shouldn't be. Uh, so speak a little bit about uh, maybe collaboration and people, um, you know, uh, in terms of what you look for for you know people that you work with either on your team or partners or whatever, and uh, you know what's important to you with that. So that's a bit of a loaded question because yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm constantly always collaborating with people. Let's get let's get away from like, okay, are they experts? Are they better than most of the world at what they do? So for me, it's the same thing. I get pitched and try to be sold all the time, right? I haven't grown. I just I would do the same thing that people do to me. So it's like course, but a lot of people they don't showcase their work enough. That struggle, like I don't have time to go out and get case studies. Like you should just provide all the information for me. And I'm really big on, I've learned this the hard way from a long, I've tried to do the cheap route when I was younger, but it always shows, you know, mm-hmm. but welcome to be an entrepreneur, Chuck. You know, the most people, they want to be an entrepreneur, Chuck. Do you even, do, do people even know what the word entrepreneur means? A lot of people don't. Mm. It's not even a question I hear asked. What people like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm like, do you? Like, yeah. I'm like, you, do you really? Or do you just want to say it's because it's cool? Okay, you do? Cool. What is it? Oh, well, it's a person that has businesses. No, that's just a person that has businesses. An entrepreneur is a person that runs running a company that's taking, taking larger financial risk, larger financial risk, money risk. Mm. It's like someone that's willing to spend a financial amount of money that's risk to them, right? 20 bucks is in a risk, Right. 2000 when you got $200 in your account. Yeah. Okay. And you don't believe me once again, just Google what the word entrepreneur means. I'm paraphrasing that from, from what I remember of it, but it's, you know, it's a person, but starting a business or a company that's taking larger, larger financial risks. So to come back to your point, I feel like a lot of people are always wanting to just, you got to spend the money on the right people, man. You got to, you got to, and there's ways to do it without having to always exchange money. That's what people forget as well. Like it money is usually an easier transaction because like 
I go and get dinner. I pay for dinner. I get fed. I walk out. I don't have to do the dishes. I don't have to cook the food. Cool. But if you want a service and maybe you don't have the, the money right now for that service, but you know it's important, other people will find ways of doing business with you. Just bring them clear value. Like clean, bring them clear value. This one person didn't have the money to have me. And she's like, I don't have the money to have you, but I know that if I bring you a client or two, can we work something out? I said, yeah. And she did. And I gave her more because she did that. Because I know that the client will pay off a lot more. But people like, people always wanting, let's do a win, win, win. When people say that to me, you know what that means? I don't have money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's not, when you say that, that's not providing value first. And and in your example, she provided value first. Yeah. And then, yes, exactly. And you hear that in networking meetings all the time. Yeah. Well, how can I bring you value? I think I heard Alex Hamozi talk about this. It's like, you should never ask that. You should just know. Mm-hmm. Find out what they what they care for. Someone asked me this the other day, oh, how can I bring you some value? I said, like, respectfully, if you understand, have you seen what I do? What do you think I would need right now? What does every business owner want more of? Clients and cash. Bring me two of those. But that's that's what I care for. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think people have been challenged like that because I'm not afraid to like have a conversation with someone to help someone. Because they probably said that to 15 other people and they got rejected. So yeah, like be be okay to be like, hey, listen, this is how it is. I love, like, what can we, can we figure something out? Like, mm-hmm. can I provide this? What do you need? What do you usually charge? I don't have that money right now, but what can I give you? It's when you're really transparent and upfront and authentic about it, people will either say I'm not interested or like, like, yes, but you don't have to hide. You don't like people are trying to hide. <laughs> I just- yeah. Well, exactly. And and not to go too far down that rabbit hole, but uh, for sure, because we actually do want people to uh, pay you money for what you do. And, and, and so uh, let's, let's share a little bit about how people can uh, connect and reach out to you. If uh, hopefully you've uh, all found this to be valuable. You're still listening right now. Uh, you know, you've heard us talk about a lot of things, but uh, Jay is an absolute expert at what he does. So t- tell everybody, you know, what are the next steps in terms of uh, reaching out to you or, or, uh, and, and connecting with your world? Yeah. So next steps is reaching into your pocket, taking out your credit card. No, so, <laughs> no, look, so like just to, just to wrap it up, like what, what we really do for people is we help you get positioned in the media. The greatest thing about our firm is we're not a traditional PR firm. We don't work on retainers. We don't work on commitments. We work on a very simple pay per service model, meaning here's the cost of getting featured in Forbes. Here's the cost of getting a bestseller book. Here's the cost on a TEDx stage. Here's the cost on an article. Whatever you feel like you would like to have part of your part of your business, whatever media you feel is good, it's a very simple paper service. And guess what? It's a money back guarantee. Meaning if we cannot get you what you pay for, we give you all the money back. And no one in this space does this. Mm. So we take away this back and forth sales call, hard pressure closing. We just so this is what we can do. These are the options. You, you choose what you'd like. And you know, when you buy it, you get it. And then after that, then we can look at like a more of a holistic three to six 
nine, 12 month runs. So if that's of interest for you, you can get started with us at a thousand dollars, very cheap. And people spend up to hundred, 200 grand on some campaigns. It just depends on where you're at, what you want to focus on, what you would like. But we, 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 I wanted to take away all of the problems of money and, and issues, just make it super easy for people to, to pick and choose what they want. Wonderful. Well, all the details on how to connect with Jay are right beneath this video. And if you're listening to this on audio, just go into the podcast player that you're listening to right now. And we've got all the links, all the details right there. Um, now, we're almost out of time. But before I let you go, I have to ask you a question. And I ask this of all my guests. My listeners I, didn't do it. With I didn't do it, Chuck. I was in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I found I a little guilty there. there, my friend. I didn't make to post it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's not that bad, I promise. But my <laughs> listeners know where this, this is going because I ask this question all the time. And that is because they know that, you know, businesses grow to the extent that we do. And, you know, a big part of my journey has been personal development, growth. A lot of that comes from books. So I always like to ask my guests while they're here, what is your favorite or go-to or must-read book that you would recommend that others check out as well? Whether you like them or not, I really respect them what Grant Cardone's put out in the market with 10X. Mm -hmm. I really think for me, it's an easy read. It's digestible. And what the outcome of the book is, take away from Grant, take away from the brand. Just think about like, why are we always, we're not thinking big enough we're not thinking like, why are we thinking of one shop when we could think of 50? And whether you want 50 or not, it actually opens your mind to a different kind of problem because we're thinking very small, too small. So it's like, there's another book that I haven't read, but it's like, you know, is it 10X is, 2X is better than 10X? I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, 10, 10X is easier than 2X. That's exactly. uh, Ben yeah. Hardy and Dan Sullivan. I haven't, I haven't read it yet, but it's- Brilliant fun. book. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It, it really is. Every time I read it, it's like, I'm thinking too small. Like, oh, you, you're trying to hire one staff. You should be thinking about how can I try to hire 50? Because then you start to, it's, it's weird for me. I don't know how people think, right? I know how I think, but when I start thinking of bigger things, all of the little problems, I don't, it's weird for me, Chuck. I don't think about them. I'm like, okay, well, how could I get 50 people? Well, I'll probably have to do it that way. I'm not thinking of the small issues of what it's going to take to get one. So yeah, I really think people should have, have a read of that. Put your energy and emotion and ego aside for who maybe the person may be, whether you like them or not. Think of it, what can I get out of this information? Just think of it like that and you and it will it will open your mind. It will give you that inner, inner confidence that you can do more. Oh, I love that. I think great recommendation to uh, and words to end this episode by. But Jay, this has been amazing. Uh, and to our audience, thank you for listening in. Go connect with Jay. All the details are right beneath this video or in the podcast show notes. Uh, and when you do, email me back and let me know that you've done that. I've got a free gift for you. And I'm not going to tell I've you what it is. It's you a too. Yeah, if, if they yeah, do that, we I'll, both have gifts for you. There you go. I'll give you. Uh, this is what I'll do. I'm thinking of this on the fly, but I've done this before. I will give you a 15 minute one to one private, basically like Google Google review. Like I will go with you on a Zoom and I'll show you all of the things that you can fix. It's not a sales call. It's just a here's my opinion, and I'll let you and I'll let you have it. But if I'll give them that. 
Brilliant. That's a really generous offer, Jay, because and it really ties in well with things we've already talked about here in this episode. So definitely take Jay up on that for sure. Uh, all the details are beneath this video in the podcast show notes. Uh, in the meantime, never, ever, ever give up on your big dream. Keep moving forward in your business. You could be just one collaboration away from the breakthrough you need to get to whatever level you want to in your business. And in the meantime, this has been the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson. Keep moving forward, everybody. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.